Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome and welcome to the Remanu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. Sorry, I didn't see the light go on. It is Tuesday. Thank you, Eric. There's this red light when you go live in a studio for those of you who have never been in a studio. And by the way, studios are really, really fun. And this one's actually quite gorgeous. There's this beautiful landscape of South Bellevue. You can see the mountains and freeways and you think, okay, freeways, but there's just tons of trees everywhere. It's really a gorgeous view. It's stunning. Yeah, we can see Seattle and we can see the Olympics the on Olympics. a clear day yeah, like I said today. Cascades once and Eric Kurt on that <laughs> one. And it is a clear day here in Seattle. It's a gorgeous, mm-hmm. beautiful day. It's cold. A little bit chilly. Yeah, just a chilly. I got my down jacket, wool socks, all that good stuff. So yeah, I didn't see the red lights. So red lights come on. That means you're live on the air and then and you can talk freely if you want to say something when the red light goes away. And if you're driving, it means stop. And it means stop <laughs> if you're driving. But That's if you're right. In the studio, it means go. It means go. <laughs> yeah. So I've, Eric moved it where I could see it a whole lot better. Welcome. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy February. Happy February 1st. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's flying by. It's flying by so fast. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, t- 2010 went by a little bit too fast for yeah, me. Yeah, it did. So if 2011 is going to go that fast, I don't know. I'm going to need like I'm going to need like a rest of period. Where's and... our red light? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and stop. We need a red light for 2011 so we can enjoy it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Although today is a very special day in my life mm-hmm. and in my office and with a lot of people in my life because you do tell it's the push button day, the send button day in my house to send my manuscript to Sounds True. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been working very hard over the last couple of weeks. Actually, Saturday, um, I kind of stopped. I sat with my writing coach, who's turned my editor before I get an editor from Sounds True. (laughs) So lots of editors. And uh, and we only spent two hours actually on Saturday. Of course, I've been up since seven writing until I met her at 11. And um, everything just looks so ship shape and beautiful. And I'm like done with my part other than agreeing with some edits or disagreeing. Um, And so we're just down to the last nitty gritty things. And so this afternoon we'll be pushing the send button. It's so exciting. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So it's Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday. For those of you who are not familiar with it, and maybe you're listening to the show for the first time, my name is Marie Menucherry, and I'm an energy worker and an intuitive based here in Seattle. And Boot Camp for the Soul is to help people heal themselves so they can move forward in their life, because really everyone heals themselves. But what people forget is you kind of have to do it in a boot camp way. You can't stop doing your exercises or your tools or techniques. You have to keep them going. It takes a while to break down the human condition and our old belief systems to really transform into more of who we are. So that's why we're calling all of 2011 Tuesday is Boot Camp for the Soul. And Eric was saying last week that his soul got a buzz cut. Is that what you called it? <laughs> that's what you that's, said. That's right. I forgot I <laughs> yeah. said that. Yes. It's adorable. Yes. And, and my body got uh, a haircut as well this week. <laughs> yeah, too, you so, did. Yeah. You're right. You got, but not a buzz cut. Not a no, buzz just cut. Just a slight trim. That's right. So last week I introduced another challenge. So during the boot camp for the soul year, we have challenges that come up throughout the year and 
maybe it's a week of one particular challenge. The one I gave last week is for two weeks because I thought it'd be a little challenging. I mean, mm-hmm. extra challenging, which is to embrace something that you don't want in your life. Mm-hmm. And you, in a funny way, decided to embrace avocados. I won't say what you said off the air when the red light was off. <laughs> well, you were really embracing. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Well, I was embracing minor annoyances as well. <laughs> That's true. Yes, you were. That's right. Because yes. there was plenty of those coming my way. And I just said, okay. Bring it on. I'll take it. Oh, I love it. I love it. So why don't we go ahead? We have our phone lines are full, which we so appreciate our callers. In fact, all through last month, we gave away CDs and DVDs, mm-hmm. six a week to our callers. And in fact, um, on Thursday, David, Carol, and Myra each got either a CD or DVD. So congratulations to all of them. Absolutely. And thank you again to our listeners. And here we are. Busy again with phone calls. So who do we have and on And someday line? in the future, we'll probably do that again, right? Absolutely. Oh, that was so much fun. I love to give back. You bet. Of awesome. course. Thank awesome. you for bringing that up. Well, today we're going to talk to Galen first, calling all the way from Tucson, Arizona. Great. Hi, Galen. How are you? I'm good, Marie. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. What can yeah. I do for you today? Um, well, first I want to thank you for taking my call and congratulations on the book. I'm sure it'll do very well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I love your show. It has lifted me many times, and I've, I've, listened, I've listened for a couple of years now. Oh, thank you. That's You're wonderful. Welcome. Um, my question is, I was recently laid off from my job, mm-hmm. and I've been unable to find another job, um, and I, I think I'm struggling a bit on what direction to take because... It really didn't fulfill me. I guess I wasn't so, so surprised I was laid off. I was pretty unhappy <laughs> there. But. Right. Um, so I, I guess I'm looking for, you know, a Some general direction. reading on what mm-hmm. you see, what can fulfill me in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the first thing I picked up is that you're a really hard worker. Did you know that? Yeah, I've you, been told that. You are. You're, you're, you're actually like me. I'm a hard worker, too. I won't say to what degree because it'll be a little embarrassing, I think, on the air. But you're a very hard worker. And and so whatever you do in this world, you put all of your, you put everything into it, 110, 120%. And I think what happened, one of the main reasons why you got laid off, which was a blessing in disguise, by the way, <laughs> is that it's time for you. If you're going to put all that energy into something that you do, it needs to be radically and the word radically is like big when I look at you. It needs to be mm-hmm. radically different. It needs to move your soul. Yeah. Absolutely. So you can't compromise anymore. And one of the reasons why you are so good at whatever job you have, truly you are, you're very good, you overwork, you do more than your fair share, is because you're not afraid of work. And so even if it's not something that you really enjoy, you'll still work your butt off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the universe is trying to get you to stop that, to stop that it's not working for you any longer and you have to stop compromising and going, well, that's okay. I could do that for a while. It's like, you can't do that anymore. You have to really search your soul. And what that means is to pay attention to the things that are very fun for you. Even if you think you don't have any skill set connected to it, that you're not talented in that area, because all of those generally are lies. I mean, are the things that you have interest in are, aspects of your soul trying to wake you up about who you are and all the little things that the brain says, well, I could never do that. Or why would I ever do that? I'm not good enough or talented or whatever it is. Those are lies. So you have to overcome the thoughts that come into your head and really focus on what brings you enormous joy, even if it seems silly, ridiculous, uh, unreasonable. And that's what you need to focus on. Okay. And that's very um, different I, for I, you too. 
What's that? I said that's different for you, too, because you have a strong linear mind. Yeah, yeah, I do. And and I think I've been moving in that direction and, and doing things that are just going to make me happy and, and making that the focus. But, you know, what's happening now is, well, I, I get worried that, well, I'm really just living month to month and I, I don't know what's going to happen. So that seems to get me out of the joy when I start to worry. Do you know what I mean? Well, you're so cute because I had, I had thought about the financial situation and I didn't know why I didn't need to worry about it. You know, you normally are more cautious, but most people live month to month. I'm not saying it's a great idea, but that's mm-hmm. how most people live. <laughs> so you've just joined the ranks of millions of Americans across the country who live like that normally. And you feel uncomfortable about it, but that's how most people exist. So you're fortunate that you've created enough comfort in your life and you haven't overspent in the past that you can meet your needs with the resources that you have. So I want you to, you know, em- remember that embrace what you don't want. Remember that exercise? Mm -hmm. That's what I would recommend that you do. Embrace what you don't want. I I do think that whatever you do, and I know this may sound like a cliche, you know, but I do think that whatever you do is going to, is going to have some mystical aspect to it because you really love mysticism. Yes. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. That's a sign. How how do you, how do you you partner that with, with linear mind? Like, like you say, I'm trying to I really do feel like that is something that 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 I need to do somehow mm-hmm. partner my mysticism and my love of spirituality with uh, the linear field, and that's what I'm trying to get into, and I don't know how to how to do that. Well, I think that's actually the winning ticket when we have people who are comfortable in mainstream world and responsible, like you have been financially in your life, and who also can express, explain, teach, participate in mysticism. I think that's the winning ticket is that we have grounded people who know how to be comfortable in regular life, but who are open and receptive to spirituality. That's where all, that's like what we all want, every single being. So don't let those concepts get you stuck. Start embracing what you don't want and start doing some mirror work and gratitude for the fantastic, incredible, mystical job that you have that fulfills every desire you didn't even know you had. That's what I want you to start saying in the mirror when you make direct eye contact. Okay. okay. Do you see any break happening? Yeah, it's it's not till like May. Something will like like hit you up alongside of the head around May. Okay. It could be sooner. That's just what I'm seeing right now. Okay. Okay. And don't worry. You're just gonna have fun. Enjoy yourself. You need this break anyway. You work like I do. You need breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to feel that. Thanks Good. a lot. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day in Arizona. You too. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. So we are live here in Seattle, Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday. We're talking about challenges, embracing what you don't like. We're taking phone calls, and we'll be right back. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, 
relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. The red light is on, so that means That's go right. in radio, right? <laughs> we are go. <laughs> we are go. We're having a gorgeous day in here in Seattle. It's boot camp for the soul, and we have more phone calls. So who's on the phone? That's right. We've got Sherry on the line calling from Kenmore. Hi, Sherry. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Well, I always say that. <laughs> um, I'm okay. I've been struggling with my health for quite a while, and so uh-huh. I was wondering if you have any uh, anything that you can tell me regarding that. Yeah, you've got, so when I scan your body, and by the way, you live right down the hill from me. I live like um, a quarter of a mile from Bastyr and you live just below it, right, in Kenmore. So we live really close yeah. to each other. Um, but what I'm noticing when I look at your energy is you have leaks in two areas of your uh, energetic system. The one in the lower back is actually more profound than the one that's kind of in between the third and fourth chakra. Typically, I'll see leaks in the fourth chakra. That's like the most common place of energy leaks that I see. But yours, your prominent one is in the lower back. And when people leak out energy, it's very hard to heal. It's hard to maintain maintain health and wellness. It's hard to be diagnosed appropriately. Um, supplements or medications don't work because you don't have enough energy in your body to let everything do its, its healing and its mending because even medicine is energy. So the lower back energetically for me is about... Um, it's about your will in relationships. And so right away, I believe that you overcompromise. You don't say no enough. You say yes way too much. And you probably do a lot of things that you don't even want to do that you don't even know that you don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I guess that's possible. It's possible? <laughs> I mean, I, well, I guess I don't know maybe that I don't want to do them. Well, I, I believe I mean, you, I, you know, of course. But I don't, I'm not sure. That doesn't feel quite right. Okay. I'm not sure. So do yeah. you have, do you have a family? Uh, yeah, I, well, I'm a single mom, uh-huh. so and my family does live in the area. Uh-huh. And so are you busy so, taking care of your kids? Um, I have one uh, boy, and uh, yeah, I'm home. I, I, he's with me about six days a week, and I work full-time, and I'm taking classes. Okay, that's a lot. So, yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. And so do you also care for your extended family, or do you have a lot of friends who need support from you? Um. Not really, although I'm looking to um, go into a field where I'm supporting others. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's, you're good at it, but the deal is is that you have to have balance in your life. You cannot just give and give and give to every single person on the planet. And I know that's not how you perceive it. That's just how I keep seeing it in my head. Yeah. And, and so I would definitely want you to look at, do you say no enough? Or are you saying yes? Are you agreeing to do extra things when you really don't have the energy or the time, but you think you, you have to? Or, the, or are you doing it to please other people versus pleasing yourself? Yeah. And, and your son does, it, it's, you did say a boy, right? Yeah. Yeah, your son does seem a little demanding, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that doesn't always help kids. You know, children need good, you know, boundaries, and they need to hear the word no. I, for me, the cell yeah. phone was the best parenting tool I had. Um, I remember this one time, one of my daughters wouldn't give me her cell phone, so I just called the cell phone company and had it disconnected. <laughs> it worked uh-huh. great. So uh, I would look at how you over-sympathize with others, and you 
feel for them, and then you make decisions based on what you have interpreted as their feelings versus on your own perception of yourself and what's really going on. Uh, yeah. Didn't, I guess that's, yeah, I'm, I'm empathic and you are learning what to do with that. Which is <laughs> also beautiful. It's so, a gift. Yeah. So right now, so right now the back of your second chakra is not leaking, which can help, you know, the disease or dis-ease that's been going on in your body to start to reverse. I would even practice just saying the word no in the shower or the car, you know, just to get that vibration moving in your body because it'll be more comfortable for you to ultimately say it okay. when you need to. Okay. okay. Alrighty. So in other words, I'm not overly worried about your health, but this is why things just don't balance out. They, they're back and forth, feeling good one okay. day, not so good the other. Yeah, that's why that's all happening. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now we're going to head south down to the Bay Area in California, San Francisco, and talk to Rose. Hi, Rose. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. You've got great energy, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's welcome. really nice. Um, it's really funny that you just had that last call because it's similar to what I want to ask about, which mm-hmm. is I've been having a lot of health issues around my root chakra. I actually just had a cyst that ruptured a couple days ago. And I've had, you know, other like gynecological issues. And this has sort of been going on for many years, but mm-hmm. it's started to occur to me recently, like, okay, what's going on? Why am I having all these things centered around my root chakra? Is it something I'm moving through or right. what, what is going on? Well, the way I look at the, the chakra system is a little bit different than some people. So the roots for me do not govern um, the reproductive organs. That's second chakra. Okay. So okay. it's the hips all the way down to the toes, including the colon, the coccyx, the sciatic nerve. Um, that's root chakra. So you're really in second chakra and you do have a similar energy leak problem going on in your own body. You do have a leak at your second, your third, and your fourth, actually, at your back. So lower okay. back, mid spine, and upper thoracic spine, you have energy leaking out. Not as much in the second as our last caller, but between the three of them, you guys are both leaking the same amount. You have a really strong will, a very, very strong will. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. And you actually do know more than the average person. In other words, you have a lot of insight, you have great instincts, but then you get frustrated when people don't listen to you or they don't follow what you say. And and if this is more about your immediate family, you know, because I don't know your whole family situation, if this is more about family, then I would really love it if you stop trying to get them to do what is really in their best interest, and you are absolutely correct about what's in their best interest. But you've got to let go, because it's actually wearing down your energetic system. Okay. Do yeah, you know? that's totally my dad. Like, I want my dad to, to live differently. Yeah, that he does. You, you've, that's that whole thing about embracing what you don't want. Yeah, you know, embracing the, his lifestyle. That's really important, even if you completely disagree with it, and you know what you do. What would make things better for him? You're absolutely correct, but he doesn't want to, and and then you can't celebrate the life that he's choosing to have. Mm-hmm. And you need to, I think. Even if it's unhealthy? I mean, it's like he eats terrible food and he's overweight. Even if it's life-threatening. It's his life. Yeah. And he has a soul that decided to come on Earth and have all kinds of interesting experiences 
whether that endangers his life or not. And mm-hmm. and we don't really understand why he's making the choices he is. I mean, we could look at it and break it down and come to some, you know, real interesting truths. But this is his life. He has free will. He gets to do whatever he wants. And we need to love him the way he is and not, I know you love him. That's not the issue, but you need to love him the way he is. That could help him change. When you stop forcing against him, because your father's got a strong will too. Mm-hmm. If you stop <laughs> forcing and you just embrace what is, he might start listening to you. Okay. But don't do it for that reason. You're going to do it because it's better for everyone involved. Right. I mean, that's something that has occurred to me, and I've been trying to, you know, be more unconditionally loving of my dad. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. And then your health will get better because you you wait, you exhaust energy trying to get people to do what is in their best interest. And I actually agree with you. I think you've got great insight, but that's not how people heal. People heal themselves, Right. right? Okay. Yeah. So we have to let them have their discomfort so that they go, oh, I don't want to do that again. Hmm. Okay. okay. And so all of these leaks, I honestly, I don't know that much about chakras and uh-huh. I'm still learning obviously mm-hmm. what this is about. So are all of these leaks that you referenced, are they, these are all connected to this issue of? Yes. Your will, okay. because you have such a strong will and you're forcing people to do different things. <laughs> That's okay. Even energetically, I see you out there forcing people. It's adorable. <laughs> so, and like right at this moment, you only have a teeny leak at the third chakra, which is mid spine. So the second chakra stopped and the fourth, just in having this conversation and having your curiosity go, yeah, what if I stopped forcing my dad? Um, Mm -hmm. What will work for you to help all these leaks calm down and not leak even after we get off the phone is for you to tap your heart chakra. It's in the center of your upper chest. Use two to three fingers and just tap gently on the sternum for about two minutes, maybe three to five times a day. And that'll really calm down your leaking. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Marie. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day in San Francisco. Thank you. I will. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Hopefully Alice in Maple Valley is having a gorgeous day in Maple Valley. Oh, yes. It's gorgeous out there. Hi, Alice. Hi. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. And congratulations also on the book. Thank you. We're going to have to wait a whole year before we can hold it and read it, but that's okay. That That's <laughs> perfectly fine. Thank you very much. What can I do for you? Well, I'm kind of um, like the last caller. I'm concerned about a family member. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's one of my daughters. Right. And recently she was let go from her job. And Mm -hmm. prior to that, she had had, and still has um, credit card debt. Debt, a lot of it, actually. And um, I was talking to her yesterday, and she told me now she's figuring out her income tax. She... Um, we'll be owing the IRS a lot of money. And yeah. Doesn't know how she's going to do that. Um, right. And right. She has, as of yesterday, she doesn't have any health insurance. Yeah. Um, and when she's let go from her job, she was actually fired. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. Well, you know, we're ta- we're talking about some strong-willed people. I wouldn't necessarily put you in that category, but I would your daughter. <laughs> she's strong-willed. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she's one of those people who... And no one has to learn this way, by the way. Everyone can learn through consciousness and making a choice that feels good versus how most people on the planet learn, particularly strong-willed people, is they learn through making choices that don't work and then going, "Uh uh-oh, I don't want to do that. So that's what your daughter's doing right now. She she, She is really learning from this experience, I mean, significantly, and she's relatively young. 
So this is really great for her to learn this at this moment in time. So instead of feeling sad for her, could you embrace this learning? Because what if she never learned this and got herself into deeper financial trouble years down the road? Well, it seems like that was, it, it's going to continue. It could. It could, but except for I do see her. As I, I get this, when I look at her brain, I see a light bulb turn on. So I think your daughter's going, uh-oh. She's recognizing that her spending needs to correlate to the amount of money that she's creating, that she needs to be responsible about her taxes. She's really looking at it instead of what she used to do historically, which I'm sure she's still doing a little bit with you because the last person we usually stop our patterns with is our sweet, kind, generous mothers, <laughs> um, is that she's not she's not blaming everyone else. She's starting to take responsibility because she created all of this. Right. So I know this is going to be hard because I know you love your kids like you like they're everything in the world, which of course they are to a lot of parents. That's how parents feel about their children. But I would encourage you to embrace this situation for her because this is actually really helping her. Even though that it, from a third dimensional perspective, from an, a human perspective, it doesn't look very helpful. It actually is incredibly helpful for her. She's learning. Seriously. She's learning. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. It, it, it's just, you know, it's really hard. I try not to think about it, worry about it, but then I wake up at night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So when you wake up at night after you've been, oh my gosh, my poor baby, can you then tell yourself, she's learning. And she needs to learn this. This is something that she's been doing in multiple lifetimes. And of course, finances have been different throughout history. So, but in some way she's been, you know, kind of skipping by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and when this first happened, I told her that maybe this would be a blessing in disguise because I know she was very stressed out at her job. And- I, I agree completely. And, and I'm not saying that this isn't challenging or that she might move in for a period of time or do something creative. But um, this is really good for her. And again, I see that light bulb in her head. So she, it, it is coming together. She's getting it. She may not be telling you that because you are a very compassionate mother. But you might want to let her know that you're worrying too much about her and you would like to stop because maybe she can start to tell you other things other than the woe is me. But that's her personality. <laughs> well, it's because you've allowed her to be that way in your relationship. But but you can change that. You can say, honey, I love you to pieces, but I want to hear some good stuff, too. That's a good point. (laughs) Okay? Okay. She's going to be fine. You're so welcome, and thank you very much for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. So we are live here on Tuesday here, February 1st. It's actually the button-pushing day for my household. We're going to be pushing the send button after the radio show to send the manuscript to my new publishers. Sound true. My only publishers, actually. It's my very first book. And we're talking about Boot Camp for the Soul here. And we'll be right back. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Also, be sure to check out Marie's website in January. The class schedule for 2011 will be posted along with a complete website makeover. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. The Gary Mann Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. 
Starting January 1, the Gary Mann Show moves to its winter home. Look for our Sunday night show on Saturday morning at 11 a.m., directly following Manson Mitchell in the morning. We'll return to Sunday nights in the spring, but find us every Saturday during wintertime from 11 to 1. Sunscreen optional. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10 a.m. Saturdays. Followed by the Gary Mann Show at 11 a.m. The Healing from Within, supporting a Healthy Brain DVD, is now available for purchase. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's third DVD covers the human brain in its entirety. They describe the brain as being a universe filled with multi-sensory abilities. Learn why neurotransmitters and serotonin levels can affect your mood. Gain knowledge about what vitamins and minerals are imperative to healthy aging. Exercises and meditations are included. If you haven't picked up your copy of the first two DVDs on detoxification or heart health, they're available online at www.energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Coming in the new year, Hormone Health, the final DVD in the series. For the people, by the people. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. The light is red again here on Tuesday, February 1st, <laughs> Boot Camp for the Soul. And we're working on embracing what you don't want. You know, so Eric, as he said, he's been embracing avocados and... Minor annoyances. Minor annoyances. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Every day I work towards bra- embracing something. <laughs> Every single day. I just think it, it just, it like alleviates your mind from the stress and the worry. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's about finding something beautiful in something that you think is so unbeautiful. Well, yeah. it, you know, it, it's kind of hard to think of how to embrace stuff sometimes, I think, uh, when, it, when it's something you don't want. Yeah. So that's been the, the tough part of it because I've been thinking, sure, why not? I'll embrace it. But when I think, well, how do I, how do, I do that, I guess? But one thing I thought was in, I used to think, like, why me? You know, when something bad or annoying or lame would happen. And, and, and now I think, well, why not me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Exactly. Because I think once after we've been on the planet after a while, we find out that even things that happen to us that we think aren't good Mm -hmm. ultimately could be very good. You just never know. You never know. Right. Beautiful. That was really well said. So we have callers. Who do we have? We've got Jim in Woodenville. Hi, Jim. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Good. What can I do for you today? Well, I first started out for me in um, my job is what I told your call. Yeah. Person, but, but my, I dropped my daughter off at school, and I said, well, what do you, she did, <laughs> asked her, so why don't we go with my daughter? She has low energy, and she just wants to know if that's her or if it's just because of mom. Oh, because mom's having a hard time? Well, uh. Right. Mom is uh, kind of like one of your other callers. She, she's not very, uh. My daughter is Emily, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mom, do you need mom's name? No, I don't need a name. That's fine. Yeah. But uh, And does everybody live together, or do you and your um, and her mother live separately? Uh, we're actually together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, we'll, in the same house. In the same house. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll answer Emily's question in a moment, but I'm going to go to you for a little bit. You, you know, a couple of the callers today, we were talking about overcompromising. Does that sound familiar to you? Yes, I. Uh, that's 30 years of overcompromise for yeah, me. Yeah, you've got to stop. Otherwise... Well, I don't think we would be together if I, if I uh, 
I should have did it after six months into the marriage, and I didn't. Well, I, I think that we all are doing the best we can, and I had a very difficult 20-year marriage, and I can look back at it now, and, and I know why I stayed in it for 20 years. So I know there's really good reasons why we have challenges, but that doesn't mean you have to stay in it for 30, 40, 50 years. You know, well, I'm serious. Right. I mean, after maybe after Emily's gone. Well, but Emily's kind of young, isn't she? 17. Okay, that's good. But okay. she is young. She's young. So. Younger. She's smart. adorable. She's just adorable. <laughs> so here's the deal. And and actually, here's what I think. And no offense to your beautiful wife. I think that even if you stop, stop compromising, I, I'm not seeing that this woman's going to leave you. I think that she has a controlling aspect to her energy. And people, oh, yeah. people who tend it. to control don't leave. They make they threaten leaving constantly. Mm-hmm, that's and, it. and they make life very challenging, but they don't leave. They stay. They put their roots in. They put their suitcases down and they pretend like they're going to leave, but they don't. So I think you'll be surprised when you start to set some boundaries, which I'm highly recommending for this relationship, not just for you, but for her too. I mean, how is she ever going to change if you keep saying, okay, honey, which I think you dropped the honey part a while ago, which means you guys aren't having that much fun at home anyway. So the book Boundaries, you ever heard of that? Is that a good book? Or sounds you know great to me. About? I don't know what you, I don't know that book, but it it's, sounds great uh, to me. It's in a, like, uh, James Dobson. That's a, a Christian it, hmm, sure. It's found a book called The Boundary. Yeah, well, or uh, somebody else. But anyways, uh, yeah, okay, I'll uh, I'll read that book, Boundaries. Okay, and another book. And, and the title's okay. going to sound a little offensive, and I apologize for it. Oh, nothing won't hurt me. Okay, it's called The Verbally Abusive Relationship. Because I think there's a little bit of that going on at home, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so that, that's a really fabulous book because you learn about how a person responds. You get, you learn more about how it's not okay, that right. that, that response is not all right. And, right. Right. So setting boundaries will be wonderful for you. I would also read the book, The Verbally Abusive Relationship. And, and then I think that you're going to have a better luck in terms of changing sh- jobs or getting a new one, you know, whatever's going on, because I don't know exactly what's going on in your job sector. But if you stop... S- if you start setting boundaries, then you're going to attract employers who are kinder, more compassionate, who appreciate you more because you'll be appreciating yourself more. That's what boundaries are all about is saying, wait a minute, I, that's not going to work for me. Well, I can get a job right today, but I don't think my body can handle it going back to what I originally started with. And, and I think that's really healthy for you to know that. And perhaps as you set these boundaries, you'll know more about what you want to do in the world that feeds you because you're going to think more positively about yourself. Mm. And Emily, All right. yeah. And, and Emily's a doll, by the way. She just needs lots of extra hugs and kisses and tell her not to worry about everybody, that your, her parents are adults and they're going to figure it out the best way they can. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Okay. Thank you for calling. You're so sweet. You're welcome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now we've got Anna on the line calling from Edmonds. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Marie? I'm fabulous. What can I do for you? Um, I'm kind of on career path. Okay. Um, I, I put down my career or my job um, to raise my children, and now they're at the stage where one's in college, one's in high school. So I went back to school. I'm taking classes, and I'm looking for my career, and I started off with just a kind of a pragmatic approach of I'm going to make money, but really what I know is this is when I embrace my passion. 
And so I've got some ideas about things I want to do, and I'm I'm taking myself out of my comfort zone, et cetera, trying to just, you know, become beyond what I thought of myself. Mm -hmm. But I'm just wondering if you see, I have some ideas about what I want to do, and if you see a path that would unfold for me. And there was a moment where you kind of, you know, faded out. Did you say that you identified your passion? Oh, you know, I do. I I have a a group of passions that I always put on the shelf a long time ago because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not practical. That doesn't make money. That's, you know... You know, you know, I look at my job and I go, wow, that's really weird. I make money doing this really weird thing <laughs> that I love to pieces. And who would have known? You know, I, I thought it would be a lot more practical and more lucrative for me to be a nurse, but that is not the case. So I truly believe that when people do what they love and they do it um, joyfully, that they are rewarded for that because it's something the universe wants for every single one of the beings that lives on this planet is to be fulfilled, not just and happy feelings, but even financially by doing things that they love and doing it with um, bliss. So I definitely followed those things. What I'm, I haven't quite seen your path. I'm sorry about that. I haven't quite seen it. It's like peeking at me, but I'm not, you know, I'm not getting enough little symbols to report what I'm seeing. But here's what I am seeing is that you do have to work on your self-confidence. Okay. And so have you done any mirror work? Have you been doing any of the challenges that we're talking about? I have not, and I'm, I'm sure that's probably a hole in my picture. Well, a little one. So you can actually go to my Facebook page and on under notes, which will be listed. Do you have Facebook by chance? I do. Okay, great. Um, on the left-hand side of my page, you can click on notes, and it will take you to all the challenges. And mirror work, I believe, was the first challenge, I think. I can't remember for sure. So uh, if you go there and start doing mirror work every single day, I think things are drastically going to change. But I did see, and I hear, I see the words, and it's getting clearer now so I can report it, is um, have you ever thought about studying reflexology? I have. You have? And okay. it's actually... Part of the whole, the whole group of things. I, I've just been going to a reflexologist recently. Oh, nice. Amazing. Yes. Um, what I, I'll throw in there, too, is I've just been kind of uh, mesmerized by the idea of feng shui. Oh, feng shui is wonderful, too. Yeah, that's yeah, beautiful. I'm um, just kind of, and, and I guess maybe what I thought is, is if uh-huh. I go, there's a possibility of doing this, but, you know, in your mind, you go, okay, wait a minute, this is in Berkeley, this would take, you know, this would be yeah, money, that's, this would that's be why yeah. Well, you can take feng shui anywhere, though, too. You know, we have teachers throughout Washington, too. I don't know who they are, but you can also be self-taught. You can learn a lot from home and see what you like and, you know, try not to go. Because that's also that's part of the defense mechanism saying, oh, I can't do that. You know, I need 20 grand in five years. You know, it, it's it's like don't let those things stop you being who you are. If If you really follow your bliss, all the right teachers will show up. The money for the schools will show up. Everything of that nature. Don't get it caught on, oh, I have to go to this particular school to be the best in my field. I guess I talked to the people in the school, and they just, I just got this strong, incredible feeling that it would be a place that would be energy that I need, um, yeah, but, like-minded souls or no. Well, no, no. I, I'm, I'm sure it's a great school, but you said the word need, and that's why I want you to work on your self-esteem and your self-confidence before you make any decisions about any type of school. Oh, so, that's wonderful. Yeah, work that's- on that first. That's wonderful input. I'm currently going to school, but I'm just doing something that's not really... I know. Go take reflexology instead. I think you're really going to like it. It'll be very fun for you. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. On to our next caller, Shelly in Seattle. Hi, Shelly. How are you? 
I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you today? Well, um, I have a couple things. I called, oh, first, second of all, <laughs> congratulations on submitting your book. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is really cool. I'm really looking forward to that. Thank you. You know, I started looking into titles for um, Intuitive. That's not that easy of a thing to research. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. It's definitely a needed thing. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. So Um, what can I do for you? Spirit guides, I'm curious about. I called about a month ago, and Mm -hmm. um, you said I was pretty intuitive. And I I know that. I I know that when I do tap into my power, it's really amazing. Um, But I guess I get scared. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, it was interesting after talking to you at the end of December, I really started eating up a storm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, so I'm shaking that off. I'm really glad that I kind of see that for what it was and um, also seeing just the whole thing with weight, what it's, I think, anyway, whatever. I mean, it's just, it seems like it's getting getting easier or more peaceful around it. Um um, oh, gosh, there's a couple of things. Maybe if you don't mind distilling it, if I can just say, relationship with my brother and his wife is really rough right now, mm-hmm. and I'm really obsessive about it. I know. And, what What's that all about? Uh, um, <laughs> well, I'm just so concerned that I'm feeding so much of it. I mean, I'm just like, I, you know, another thing is what, the, the thing I get confused about is if I have all this power, why do I fall into these traps of mine? Well, well, everyone is incredibly powerful. I mean, the human race really are powerful, powerful beings. And that's what happens. Part of the human condition is we fall into these defense mechanisms and belief systems that trap us up, like you being obsessed, which you so, you know, reported so correctly with your brother and his wife. Like, who cares? And it's like, I want to tell the same thing, too, that, that I told Jim to tell Emily. They're adults. They figure it out. Leave them alone. You know, it's it's like why are you so concerned? That that's really the first question. Why is it so necessary for you to be concerned? And is your concern going to help them? Probably not. And if that's your real goal, and you're not really helping them, then who cares? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I feel involved, and I'm taking it personally. Right. And you shouldn't be involved. You need, even if someone, even when it comes to my children who I love and adore and I wish them the best, I do not get involved energetically with their lives. I mean, to the best of my ability, I work on remembering they are souls. They came here to have a life. I may have been the vehicle that got them here, but I'm not here de- dictating their life. They get to choose their life. They get to have incredible experiences, even if the experiences don't look fabulous at times. Um, which thankfully for my kids, I think they do. But even if they make choices that aren't in their best interest, that's their choice. That's their learning. And we need to celebrate that in people and not try to control it or change it. And then imagine how much energy you're going to have for yourself if you're not running around trying to make everything perfect for everyone else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> yay. Thank um, you so much for calling in. Oh, spirit guides? Uh, spirit guides. Okay, so do you have a specific question? Oh, um, how many? And um, yeah, hmm. well, you know, I don't know what else exactly to ask about yeah. them. So. It looks like you have eight, which is a really great number because eight is a lucky number. It's the affinity sign. So you're a lot more lucky than maybe you even realize. But you've got um, eight guides, which is fabulous. And so try to focus on how lucky you are rather than trying to create more problems in your life. (laughs) 
Okay. Well, that sounds excellent. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to Suzanne calling all the way from Eastern Washington in Ellensburg. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? I'm great, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. It's so great. And congratulations on your book. Thank you. And it's so great to hear your voice because I know who you are and you've been traveling the globe and you're now home. I am. And it's really great to be home. Oh, good. So it felt good to come home? Oh, yeah. I was gone a long time. I know, like a whole year. Most of a year, yeah, 11 months. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. So what can I do for you? Well, um, I would like to have a reading on my third eye, especially because I had the most amazing dream last night. Oh, really? Yeah. um, In this dream, I'm pretty sure in the dream I was dreaming that I was bitten by a snake, and the snake was huge. It was so big that its fangs pierced my eyes (laughs) and it didn't hurt me or I didn't feel bad about it in the dream. I I only remember a little bit of it, but I just remember in the dream it was like, wow. And so I'm really curious to know what's going on with Sure. Well, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a real dream analyze person, but um, snakes are about transformation because they, they are constantly shedding their skin. So when people have serpents or snakes in their dreams or people who are afraid of um, serpents, which I wouldn't put you in that category, they generally no, are spiders. spiders. Okay. And spiders, I'm afraid of spiders. <laughs> spiders are also about transformation as well. Um, both of those. Isn't that interesting? So snakes, um, having it bite your eye, I think is really specific, obviously, and it is about your third eye. So what that means to me, I bet you anything, you're learning to get out of the way. You're learning to let go. And I'm sure traveling all that last year and not being home and having to be more spontaneous Mm -hmm. probably made a lot of letting go easier for you. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. Yeah. And when I look, when I look at your third eye right now, I see a circle on your forehead and I see like a little door opening and closing, opening and closing. <laughs> so, so I would embrace that snake and uh-huh. you know, and say a prayer that its venom, you know, makes that third eye just open up like crazy. That's what uh-huh. I would do. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. Thanks very much. You're welcome. So, letting go opens the third eye, and also um, embracing your own personal emotions because we actually, when we know how we feel, then our intuition can expand to feel other people and their circumstances in their life. When we're not sure right. how we feel, it's more challenging for our, ins- our insight to be available. Yeah, that's key. I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, embracing that. Good. Congratulations. I've been not allowing myself to recognize my emotions for a long, long time. So it's a bit of a challenge. Congratulations and welcome home. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, now we're going to talk to Christy in Kenmore. And I think we could probably even take another phone call after this. So okay. if uh, anybody wants to call in, now's the time to do so. Now let's talk to Christy. Hi, Christy. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm healing myself. Yay! Uh, well, I'll tell you what happened. I got an emergency call to go help a 91-year-old do some caregiving. But, of course, they didn't tell me she couldn't walk. And every time I did a transfer, she just collapsed on me. And like Aww. Sunday morning, you know, she was going down on the bed, and I tried to lift her up. I hurt my back and my left ankles all bruised and swollen. But when I, you know, went forward, I hurt. But I don't think it's broken. I think it's just it could be ligament. Anyway, 
I want to know. Do you I want to know? To <laughs> I want to know. Do I need to see a doctor or just keep icing it and elevating it? And... I, I agree with you. I don't think it's fractured. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a ligament's been torn or not. It is. I mean, it's very swollen inside. It's pretty inflamed. So I would, okay. of course, continue the elevation in the ice, maybe take some anti-inflammatories like um, turmeric or Rescue Remedy works really well when we're having okay. some physical things. And if things aren't better, you know, in a few days, I would go to the doctor. I mean, okay. what's it going to hurt, right? Yeah, what's it going to hurt? A right? real x-ray versus, <laughs> you know, intuitive x-ray could be uh, helpful. But I agree with you. I don't think it's fractured. And you have a really good sense of your body. You know, mm-hmm. you, you talk to it all the time. Oh, good, good. Is that I true? Love, well, I do. I mean, I walk my dogs. I thought, thank God I can still walk. I'm wearing a support <laughs> support brace, but I thought, I love my body. I need my body. I need to be healthy to do the things I want to do, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and and so I think that you would know if it was fractured. I think that you have a, a good enough communication with your body that you would. But I will tell you what ankles mean. Uh, they, okay. they also mean the same thing for wrists, and I've fractured both of my wrists. Uh-huh. Um, and so ankles and wrists are about not, I wrote not, and I underlined it five times, not allowing the universe to support you. I had a feeling it would be with support. And same thing with the back, because I tweaked my back, too. Uh-huh. My back hurts. and the, So not allow, I'm not allowing the universe to support me, so trust more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, and ask for help. Like, yeah, well, I hello. am asking for help. Hello. Hello. Help me, you. <laughs> yeah, and, and just with anything, not just when you have an injury, but just at any okay. moment, ask for help. Okay. You know, like you you can't find your car keys. Go, hello, I need, I need help with my car keys. And okay. let the universe help you all the time, 24-7. You give a lot, so you need to receive a lot. I need to receive a lot. Yeah, yes. I need to give a lot. So, yeah, so I have to ask for more help. Please, please. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. I will. Thank you. All righty. All right. Well, we got a, a lot of calls, so let's <laughs> yeah. try and go to them as quickly as possible. Let's okay. talk to Suzanne in Bellevue. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? I'm I'm struggling. How are okay. you? <laughs> I'm fantastic, <laughs> but but I'm more than happy to help you with the struggle. So what's up? Um, I uh, I am. I don't know why I can't make the decision either way, mm-hmm. and I. I feel I need to go home and take care of my mom in Houston. Uh huh. Right. But right. I don't want to in a lot of different ways. Right. But I feel like if I don't, then I will have huge regret. Well, here's what I'm thinking, and I don't know how sick your mother is, but I'm saying wait till she's sicker. So, oh. so it's like don't go too soon. Maybe go towards the eleventh hour. And, I, and again, I don't know how ill your mother is, but this is the information I'm getting. Don't go too soon. Go there closer to a time of transformation for your mom, whenever that might be. In other words, don't feel guilty about not being there right now. Your time with your mother will be so profound and really important and a, an incredible transformational shift for both of you if you're with her at that time. Do you, do you get any idea or any feeling about when that would be well like is your mom sick is she really sick right she's, now well she is not she's just very very frail yeah so it's not right now it's <clears throat> you know maybe in the spring like and i know it's close to spring but but 
Yeah, not right now. And I think that your family or whoever's around you will let you know you're going to get a heads up and, and trust your also your own instincts. But now is not the time to go in my mind. Because yeah. I, I just see you guys bickering and having a hard time and not really enjoying each other. And if you can go during that time, it's going to be very different. And both of you are going to be grateful for each other's company. It's ironic that you should say spring because that was kind of when I said I might be able to work it out to come. Yay! Well, Good. but <laughs> but there's a lot of other things that have happened and that lets me know that to take care of my my family, my daughter, that if I were to quit my employment, then I would lose benefits that I need to take care of my family. You know what I mean? Right. No, I want you to go for a short period of time in the spring. Okay. Okay. Short period of time. No quitting jobs or anything like that. (laughs) See, that's what I'm thinking is that I have to move there. Yeah. That's not what I'm getting, but you get to do whatever you want. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day. That's a hard choice. I get it. It's hard. Yeah. All right. Thank Thank you. you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. If we're quick, I think we can talk to Diane in Southern Illinois. Hi, Diane. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm fine. Good. What can I do for you? I just wanted an energy reading. Okay, great. Yeah, I can do that pretty quick. Huh. Do you get headaches, Diane? No. Uh Uh-uh. Do you get dizzy? Uh, I, oh, not normally. I have a, a thing with my uh, neck and head uh, mm-hmm. that I've had in the past that uh, when I look up for a period of time, I can't, something in my back can't go out, but I've not hmm. had it in a long while. Hmm. So you're saying that historically when you look up, sometimes your back goes out? Uh, yeah, something yeah. in my neck. Interesting, because your seventh chakra is misfiring. So I'm seeing all these sparks coming out of the top of your head, which is actually quite pretty, but it's not supposed to be happening that way, which is the the crown chakra on top of the head governs this, the peripheral nervous system. So somehow your nerves are being affected. And I thought, well, maybe you were having headaches because it's right on top of the head, but thankfully you're not. And so you have that, you've had this history of this weird thing where your back goes out. So here's what I would love for you to do is um, the top of the head where the crown chakra is, I would love for you to imagine, and you have a strong religious or spiritual belief. Is that true? That is. Okay. I would love for you to imagine that creation or God, whatever words that you use, is unconditionally loving you. And you're going to visualize beautiful, warm light moving in through the top of your head and moving all the way through your body and letting creation really, really love you no matter what you do. Not because you're good, not because you did all the right things, but because, well, just because you're wonderful exactly the way you are. Okay. That's what I'd love for you to do. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day in Illinois. Thank you. Thank you. you, you, thank, you so, thank you so much for calling. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye bye. And thank you to all of our callers today. That was so much fun. We had a wonderful time. On Thursday's show, we are going to have Diane Goldner, and she is the author of How People Heal Exploring the Scientific Basis of Subtle Energy and Healing. So she should be fascinating. That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> she was a journalist. I, she still could be, I imagine. And she wrote this really great book about helping people to um, heal and transform. And she um, interviewed healers, famous ones around the country, and came up with this great book. So she should be really fun to interview on Thursday. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please embrace what you don't like. You've got another week to do that. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Yacht, what is it called? YouTube, all of those things. <laughs> I'm aging myself as I talk about technology. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day and joyful blessings. Bye-bye.